am your host, Ruth Rubio. The purpose of the Spanglish Latina podcast is to give and create a safe space where we can talk about anything and everything. Nothing is off limits. Real conversations where we can learn, grow, and share personal experiences, knowledge, and advice. Take what speaks to you and what doesn't resonate, you can choose to take it with a grain of salt. Think of this as a conversation with your amigas or your homegirls. And just a reminder, everything I do or say comes from a good place and I always mean well. Now let's get started. Hi, and welcome to another episode of Luna Mia podcast. I am your host, Ruth Vanessa Rubio, and I am really excited to be recording my podcast today and always, but I actually haven't really done an episode by myself in a few months now, I believe. Um, So I'm really just going to catch you up on my year so far. To be quite honest with you, this has been a hard year for the people that already know what I've gone through. Uh, you know, life has been lifing in 2023. In a nutshell, it's been really hard this year. It's been very triggering for me this year. A lot of things have happened that are out of my control. And as an Aries, <laughs> you know, we are all about having control over things. And life has really reminded me that you can't control everything. And it's hard to come to terms with that, right? I know for the people out there that don't like to lose control can totally relate to this and it's been like I said a reminder where I've just had to let go of that need of having control and realizing that that is not reality you don't always have control over everything and I'm just gonna catch you up on this episode of what I've been through these past few months like I said it's barely April but I feel like this year has been so much for me personally and I Actually, collectively, I know a lot of people have also been going through it this year, unfortunately. So I don't know what's up with 2023. <laughs> I'm not liking it. So if it could chill a little bit, that would be greatly appreciated. So in a nutshell, um, let me just go through what I went through. I'm going to try to keep it short. I will probably cry if you know me. I'm a chiona. It is what it is. I used to try to fight it in the past and try to not cry because... I don't know, you know, you hear like, oh, if you cry, you're weak, blah, 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 blah. And personally, I didn't grow up with that. But, you know, it's embedded in us, I feel, around our cultures and stuff like that. So it's up to us to break that stigma of crying is weak. No, crying is not weak, actually. Crying is necessary and so healing as well. So let's get to it. So... I don't even know where to start. So, well, first things first, at the beginning of the year, I was doing, I mentioned it in a few episodes, I was doing a reset program. And that reset program entailed of no sugar, no dairy, no carbs, no processed food, and no alcohol. And when I tell you that alone was triggering as fuck for me, it was. I did not realize how much of an emotional eater I truly am. I realized how unhealthy I eat, and I realized that I had to work on that. And it's, to be quite honest with you, one of the hardest things I've had to do in my life. Um, My skin was detoxing so hard where I was like, Lord, what is happening inside of my organs and my liver? Because, you know, our skin detoxifies that out. And it was really interesting for me to see just 
how many times I had to check myself and realize how I wanted to run for food for comfort or how many times I was like, oh, I want to drink right now. And it was interesting for me and moving forward as well now that I'm done with it, just really focusing on eating healthier. To be quite honest with you, I went a little ham bananas after the reset program. So I'm going to take a step back and reanalyze um, myself. I don't feel good. I don't feel good. Unfortunately, uh, when you hear with everything that I've gone through this year, I've unfortunately put my routine of working out last. I put myself last and I'm a former formal, former people pleaser. It's even hard for me to say because I feel like I bounce back and forth from still being a people pleaser to not you know, I feel like there has to be a certain balance with that, with everything in life, right? But with not being so worried about being a people pleaser. But unfortunately, with life, lifing, I had to put myself in the back burner for some time. So I fell off of my workout routines. I fell off of my meditations, unfortunately. I just fell off a lot. And it's time for me to realize that I don't feel good. I don't feel good. I'm eating like trash. I've been drinking and my body is just going down. It's going down. I Then I wonder why I'm going through my funks, right? But for me personally, working out has helped me so much in the past to remain healthier. And working out is my healthy, it's like my therapy in a way. I feel so much better. And if anyone is struggling with mental health right now, which is totally common, you're not alone. But I highly suggest, and I'm not an expert, but for me personally, I highly suggest adding workouts to your routine every day and just seeing how it, just give yourself a week. And in that week, you will see what a difference it makes, the clarity you get, the just feeling better, sleeping better. And I'm holding myself accountable that I am getting back into my workout routines. Like, that's it. No me siento bien, no me siento toda. Blech. That's how I feel. <laughs> so I was unfortunately going through my reset program and seeing how shitty I was eating. Uh, um, I'm sorry, it's going to be really hard for me to get through this episode, honestly, without crying. Um, as a matter of fact, when I was going through my reset program and realizing how shitty I was eating, uh, my brother, my oldest brother, so a lot of people, I don't know if you know or not, but typical areas of me, I am my, I have a lot on my plate, right? I am my mom and my older brother's caregiver. I take them to their doctor's appointments. I make sure they're good. Um, that's what I do for them. And I also run my own business. I have my Sweet Like Sugar Beauty, my esthetician business, where I specialize in sugaring hair removal. And just the blessings of having my own business were reminded throughout these few months where it was a blessing to be able to control my own schedule and not have to ask for a time off or anything like that. The only people I've had to explain myself and even then I hadn't, haven't really is my clients. You know, I had to let them know life was lifing and I have truly been blessed with the best clients. And I'm sorry, I get emotional, but if you're in the business of, you know, running your own business, you truly realize how your clients are your ride or dies, the ones that are loyal, the ones that understand when you unfortunately can't make it to work. And the fact that my clients have been so understanding, not only this year, but in the past, just gets me really emotional. And I truly, from the bottom of my heart, love each and every one of you. And if you're listening to this, 
thank you. Thank you for not only keeping my business going, but also keeping me going. A lot of my clients truly don't realize that. This is like my safe space, you know, this is where I hold space. This is where I give space and they hold space for me as well. So I just want to give a quick shout out to my clients who have been so understanding these past few months and in the past when things have come up that are, are uh, that are out of my control and you guys are still there for me. <sighs> and so let me get back to what I was talking about. Um, my Unfortunately, my brother, my older brother started having health issues around the holidays last year in 2022. And he was mentioning that, you know, he was having stomach issues. And, you know, unfortunately with COVID, um, getting appointments is a little frustrating because they're backed up, right? And I mean, it sucks. It's understanding. It doesn't make it easier, right? Again, letting go of control is important. But uh, he was having health issues and we finally were able to get him a colonoscopy and done in February. Uh, I believe it was either the end of January this year or the end, the end of January this year or early February where unfortunately he didn't make it to his colonoscopy that was scheduled. Actually, his colonoscopy was scheduled for March. That was the earliest they had. But uh, in February or March, I believe, my mom had to take him to urgent care because he couldn't stop going to the bathroom and he was bleeding. And it was not, when you know that's when you hear that, that obviously, you know, that that's not normal. So we, she took him to the urgent care. They did scans. And unfortunately, they said they didn't like what they saw, but there were no beds available. This was when COVID got really bad again this year. So there were no beds available for him to stay. But he said if it was up to him and there unfortunately were beds available that they would have kept him. So he said to call the colonoscopy person, the colonoscopy doctor, and explain to them that they saw something they didn't like if they could push the colonoscopy sooner. I called them. Luckily, they were able to schedule something. Um, the following week, I mean, we went from waiting until March to at least one week, right? So we take him to the colonoscopy. They weren't even able to, long story short, they weren't able to even finish the colonoscopy because they saw the tumors. Tumors being cancer. Unfortunately, my brother was, he had colon cancer. They found colon cancer. And prior to that, he kept saying, like, you know, I'm sure when you know, you know. And honestly, I was trying to stay positive, but deep down, I knew that it wasn't good, right? And it's really hard when your brother is telling you that he doesn't want to die, that he doesn't want to be without us. My family is really close for the most part. You know, the, our media family, like, we grew up together. We're super close. And for him to tell me that he didn't want to die and that he was scared was really hard for me I truly honestly um had to be the strong one because if I freaked out he would freak out right so story of my life I had to be the strong one I couldn't show that I was scared I had to stay strong but fuck it was fucking scary I didn't think I was gonna have my brother and I feel like I'm still processing it because I wasn't able to process then. And luckily, we were blessed with the greatest surgeon. We had to take him to urgent care that same day of his colonoscopy to get the surgery, to get him for the surgery. 
So a few days later, the surgeon explained to us that he was going to remove, hopefully it was in time, and he would be able to remove the tumors in his colon and attach his colon back. And this is important for everyone. Uh, if you feel something's wrong, go to the doctor right away. I think that's the only thing that helped us help my brother. I am so thankful that they were luckily, long story short, a miracle happened and they were able to remove the cancer and there were little mishaps and bumps along the way. But, you know, how many people can say that you go from finding out you have colon cancer to within that same week, going through the surgery, doctor coming back to you and telling you, you won't even have to do chemo or radiation and you're now cancer free. We are so blessed. And I know, and I prayed, a lot of people prayed for me. And thank you everyone that knew when I was going through this and you would pray because truly I know this was a miracle, right? Like I say, how many people can say they had cancer and are now cancer free without doing the chemo or radiation or anything like that? It was just amazing to hear. And unfortunately, that same month uh, in February, my mom was scheduled to have cataract surgery done. My boyfriend had knee surgery done as well. So it was like, I was a nurse for February. I was, unfortunately, my mom got sick, so they had to cancel her uh, cataract surgery and she couldn't even come around to the hospital for my brother. But I stayed with my brother with the exception of one night. Every night I slept with him. I didn't want to leave him alone. And I truly just wanted to be there for him and hold space with him. I can't even imagine me personally going through that and being alone. So it was really hard. I don't like hospitals, but I was, you know, you know, just in life, you do what you have to do. And this is just a reminder to take care of your health, eat healthier, eat better. It was a reminder for myself as well to just take care of myself when all that was happening. Unfortunately, my abuelita uh, wasn't well either. My uncle in Mexico that I went to go visit last year, unfortunately, he has cancer as well. So it's been a lot. It's been one thing after another. And, you know, I don't even, at this point, I've learned to not say hey, what's next because I don't want to know what's next. At this point, I'm saying, okay, yeah, like, God, I know I'm one of your strongest soldiers, pero yeah, ya me cansé, like, going through my brother's cancer, my mom's cataract surgery, my boyfriend's knee surgery, my uncle's cancer, my grandma not being well, and there's been a lot. It's like putazo after putazo, but throughout this whole journey, I have been strong with my faith, and just because I go, don't go to church doesn't mean I don't believe in God, or, you know, I believe in God. I know miracles happen every day because I've got through miracles myself, and I know that those are a thing, and I'm just very thankful that he was able to get through his colon cancer. Um, I got him actually tickets to WrestleMania for Christmas uh, as a gift. And during the cancer, I kept telling him like, hey, like you have to get better. You know, I, I like to pump him up with that. And I would tell him you have to get better. Like we have WrestleMania tickets and he loves WrestleMania. That's his shit. So rest the WWE or whatever. 
And I told him, like, we're going to WrestleMania, so you're going to be better. Like, this isn't an if. It is a matter of you are going to get better. And the whole time, I'm like, please, God, let me be able to take him to WrestleMania. Long story short, we were able to go and take having that moment and being at WrestleMania after what we went through these past few months was, like, such a reminder where life is too short. You truly never know. And making these core memories with your loved ones are so important because they're not always going to be here and I just took every moment in I saw how happy he was and luckily he's doing a lot better now obviously we're gonna have a relationship with his doctor um for years you know he's gonna have to get checked often it was awakening I went from not thinking cancer ran in my family to a matter of weeks realizing no sweetie like cancer is in your family and I was like oh I'm so blessed like I know cancer's a bitch even before having someone in your family have it but I know it is so hard for people that are going through this with their loved ones and not only their loved ones going through it but as a collective going through it together and I'm here I'm here for people if you know this applies to you please reach out to me I would love to do hypnotherapy to help you or the people that are you know helping people with cancer I did hypnotherapy on my brother I'm so blessed that I had the tools to help him help himself during this time and I use the tools for myself and him I use these tools when I was losing my shit I use my tools that I have when I thought I wasn't going to make it it was really hard I'm I'm really thankful that I had these tools to be able to use them and I am so thankful that my brother's still here with me and I hope and pray that the cancer is gone for good luckily like I said he was stage two colon cancer and they were able to remove them and now just monitoring him and just really realizing how our body can either be our best friend or worst enemy right it depends how we use it but through all these hard times I you know I still kept it pushing I still recorded my podcast a lot of people don't realize that I was going through all of this and you know story of my life I'm really good at holding space for people but for myself you know I my ride or dies really have come up stepped up to be there for me and I appreciate you all for that that held space for me the lose we trust community that held space for me because I was really down at one point and I if you know me you know I try to stay positive I try to look at that positive outlook in life but it was really hard for me this year to do that so far and the community just really held space for me and I am forever grateful for everyone that was there for me for this time. But a lot of great things happened even through these hardships that I went through. Uh, I manifested so many things. They were amazing highs regardless of the low lows that I went through. And I think, you know, let's talk about the good things, right? No one said life was going to be easy and there's no such thing. I feel like every single person has gone through traumas, has gone through moments where they were like, fuck, I don't know if I'm going to make it. And this is just me reminding you, if everything's temporary. If you're going through something, it's only temporary. And tomorrow's a new day. And I apologize if my voice is all hot mess from, and I, <laughs> you know what? No, again, sorry, not Sorry. Uh, this is me. This is me raw. This is genuinely me. And I hope this inspires you out there to be genuinely yourself. 
to cry, let the tears go, let it flow, and know that there are people out there that are willing to hold space for you. And, you know, at the end of the day, take care of yourself. Because this was just a reminder where I was burnt out. I was worried about my mom, my brother, my boyfriend, everyone else around me, and the little things that came up. There's some things that I'm not even bringing up, but there was a that's not even everything I went through. There was little things that popped up as well where I had to mourn a lot of things. I had to mourn, you know, my brother going through cancer. I had to mourn stuff in my life that. I had to let go that was no longer serving me. So it's been a morning year and it's been a hard year, but I know it's only temporary. And like I said, I've had great highs. I was able to record with Linda Garcia and that was something that I manifested when I even started my podcast. She's one of the reasons why I even decided to start my podcast. And I told myself like, I'm going to have Linda in my podcast one day. And it was so effortlessly and so easily to just and she was like oh we were talking about something i on the dms and i mentioned to her how i wanted to talk about ice baths how she was doing them and she's like oh i would love to like record together so i didn't even have to really ask it was just so easily and just a reminder of the universe when you know something is meant to be it will be effortlessly and you know i went back to disneyland i became a magic key holder again i feel like my inner Nina has been really, really asking for love, not only this year, but in the past, but this year specifically. I decided not to get Disney Pass when it expired back in October. But I'm like, no, like, girl, you are deserving of this. You are deserving to have your time. You are deserving to go to the happiest place on earth. And if going to Disneyland makes me happy, I need to do that for myself to be happy. And I've gone probably only once, so shout out to the people that have the magic key holders. Let me know if you want to go to Disney together because it's hard finding people. You know, a lot of my friends have kids, which is fine, but, you know, it's hard to schedule Disney trips. So if you have it and you're down to go, and I actually know you because I'm not trying to get killed at Disneyland tampoco, but let me know so we can, <laughs> so we can go to Disney together. But again, it was so many great things happened. Uh, I actually had my virtual graduation after graduating officially in September, but we had um, our virtual graduation in March last month. And, you know, I, in paper, I am officially a certified hypnotherapist. I mean, I've been one since last year, but, you know, having the graduation was so special. And I also took classes to from Esoteric Essa. Shout out to Esoteric Essa. She's also been on my podcast. I love her. She's one of my mentors. I look up to her so much. And for so long, I was running away from my two power. I wasn't ready to step in fully and immerse myself into this spiritual life yet. And for so long, when I would go get my cards read or do spiritual stuff, I would always be told, you can do this. You have this gift. It's in your mom's lineage. And my mom's ha has gotten that as well. But, you know, I personally was scared of the unknown. I was triggered. I grew up. Um, my mom never imposed, you know, Catholicism upon us. She just always said, you know, there is a God. There is a higher self out there. Pero no tienes que ir a la iglesia to have your relationship with God. I believe when my mom and dad were together, my dad was the one that would make us go to church every Sunday, <laughs> but <laughs> I don't know <laughs> if maybe honestly that's what was embedded in me because 
uh, I don't, I believe I've shared this in the past. My dad cheated on my mom and he would take us with him and he would cheat on her. I mean, obviously not like make out with the lady in front of us, but like on play dates type of shit, you know? And I was only four and I carried that with me when I finally told my mom that I didn't want to go to that lady's house anymore. I carried that guilt with me for a long time. Honestly, up until a few recent years where I was like, I was the one to blame for my parents divorcing. I shouldn't have told my mom, but my mom says she already knew. But long story short, I'm losing my train of thought here. But I was, I think I held that like, you were so about going to church and, you know, you're over here cheating on your wife. Like for me, that was such a hypocritical move from day one. I guess I grew up with that in my head where it's like, how dare you deceive you're a man of God and yet cheat on your wife that's not very holy of you and for me I think that's my trigger for me like how many people right are out there that are so religious but are horrible people like doing horrible things the priest you know doing what they do the bad stuff that's something I can't stand is when people try to use religion and use it to their benefit or be so judgy where they think that they're better than everyone or holier than thou that's for me is a trigger and that's where I I'm not okay with the church because at the end of the day if you're a good person and not causing harm to anyone, who cares what you believe in? If you believe in a God, great. If you don't, great. Like, I think at the end of the day, people need to realize, like, mind your fucking business. If you're not hurting anyone, if you're doing what you love and you're happy, again, and not hurting anyone in the process, que te valga madre what people have to say about you, what people think about you. So I, like I said, I did the terror course and I had a lot of resistance from people around me, you know, rightfully so everyone's entitled to their beliefs, but you know, unfortunately I did have fallings out with people because of it. And it's, I had to go through that journey and I know that I went into the, my tarot journey knowing that everything I do, I mean, well, everything I do is to help people. Everything I do is out of the kindness of my heart. And I am put on this earth to help people, whether it's with tarot readings, card readings, oracle readings, hypnotherapy, with sugaring my clients and having this, you know, communication and conversation with them. It makes me happy. That brings me happiness. If I help someone help themselves in any way, shape, and form, I am here for it. I'm simply a messenger and a vessel for you because everyone can heal themselves. Everyone has the power within themselves. I am just, think of me as like your coach, you know, I am here to help and rally you to get to your better authentic selves. And no, unfortunately, not everyone's going to understand it. And you know, not everyone has to understand it. This is your reminder. Not everyone is going to understand your journey and they don't have to understand it, but they do have to respect it. And that's when boundaries have to be important and come up because again, if I was dimming my light and continue to not do tarot readings because fulanos won't like it or what are they going to say? Que es el chamuco, el demonio. I could give two flying fucks now because let me tell you, I don't play with that dark shit. I'm not here with, I haven't even watched The Exorcist. I don't do that. Like, no, I don't even like scary movies. But what I do with my tarot readings, I bring in, you know, whatever messages you need to read to hear. I read them to you and it's the cards doing the work. I'm not doing the work. I'm simply the messenger. And at the end of the day, like I said, I know I'm doing this for the higher being and higher good. So people are either with it and if they're not, that's totally fine too. I mean, you know, 
keep it pushing if you're not you're not forced to <laughs> you're not forced to talk to me or you're not forced to follow me if you don't feel called to because I do tarot readings now that says a lot about you because I'm a good person I know I am and I'm not you know trying to sound cocky but I know I'm a good fucking person and I know that people see that and if they choose to look the other way because I now offer tarot readings so be it you know those people are not supposed to be in your life and that's okay not everyone is going to be okay with your journey. Long story short. Sorry, I went on a whole ass rant, but I get a little passionate. <laughs> My bad, y'all. But if, again, if anyone is ever interested in having a tarot reading with me, please go ahead and book. I do them virtually through Zoom if you're not in the San Fernando Valley. And if you are in the San Fernando Valley, you could totally come into my studio if you feel more comfortable with doing it in person. Again, energy is energy. Energy I can get through virtually through Zoom or in person. It doesn't necessarily have to go one way or the other, whatever you feel called to do. But go ahead and book. Uh, you could go to vagaro.com slash sweet like sugar beauty if you would like to schedule or even go to ruthlesslyhealing.com if you have any questions or there's a lot of stuff answered there and you could also book through there. But again, I just genuinely, I'm so proud of myself for not giving a shit anymore what people think or say. It took a lot of self-work to get to this place but I refuse to go back again you're not for everyone and that's okay not everyone's gonna like you and if they don't that's fine too right so yeah I'm really happy that I finally am stepping into my powers doing tarot readings and fully going to my building my hypnotherapy clients and I'm loving it so far to be quite honest with you and this is where I had to remind myself that it's important for me to take care of myself. It's important for me to check in with what does Ruth need today? And I suggest you do that with yourselves as well. When you wake up in the morning, really sit up in bed and be like, okay, what do I need today that will make today a good day? And I know selfish, the word selfish has a negative connotation to it, but I'm trying to change that. No, you have to fucking be selfish. If you're not thinking about yourself, who else will think about you? Let's be real. So many of us are people pleasers, like I've said in the past. And how do we end up feeling at the end of the day? Drained, tired, exhausted, no energy because we're so worried about everyone else. But what about us? We matter too. We need to take care of ourselves. Like they say, if my cup is half empty, I can't give you from my water. I'm going to feel drained I'm not, if I give you it to you. And even in the planes, we've all heard this, you know, they tell you to put your mask on first before you help anyone else. And it's true. How are you going to help everyone else if you can't help yourself? And it's very important and something I reiterate every day. What do you need? What does self-love mean self-care is really focusing and being selfish and not feeling bad for being selfish and asking yourself what do I need today to be happy what do I need to get myself well and do this all sorry got cut off there but again do what you have to do to take care of yourself through this whole journey I did to, like I said, slip off and wasn't the best at working out, being consistent with that. But I still made it a point to here and there go to my spin classes or go to my sound baths or go get my acupuncture done, go get my hair done, go get my nails done. Because if you don't feel good, you're not, if you don't feel like you look good, you're not going to feel good, right? And that's the thing. I, like I said, it's very important to focus on what makes you feel good or what helps you get through these moments where it's not as easy. And sound baths for me, 
uh, sound baths. I highly suggest everyone does those because your mind just goes to somewhere else. And I needed that sound bath more than you know. And it's very important, like I said, to really whatever helps you get through it, do it. Because, oh, that should be a shirt. Whatever helps you through it, do it. <laughs> and just, again, sound baths help me. And I am very thankful that there's these tools out there that are there to help you and to get you through moments like this, like I said. And it's just very comforting, again, knowing that you can be selfish and you should be selfish and see what it will make me happy or what can help me help myself. And if you've never done a sound bath before, shout out to Maria at Willow Sound Healing on Instagram. If you don't follow her, follow her. I've done many sound baths in the past I, I because I've been about this life, right? But when I did one of my first sound baths with Maria, like she took me on a place where I didn't even know I could go. And I went to like my brain never being able to quiet down to, I couldn't even think of anything at one point. I'm like, what is happening? And it's so amazing to me how it's so weird that I'm not used to it. I was like, wait, is this normal? <laughs> but sometimes we, that's what exactly we need. We just need to quiet our minds down and relax and just take it all in and release what's not serving you. And thank you, Maria. Again, shout out to Willow Sound Healing. And also La Luz Wellness, Jessica, she has a lot of these monthly workshops where, you know, there's sound bath, there's esoteric acupuncture or, you know, just holding space. So shout out to you two ladies because you really did hold space for me these past few months and in that session. And I do appreciate you more than you'll know. And again, I went to Disneyland, like I said, because that made me happy. Another great thing that happened this past few months is I manifested seeing Tony Jones. If you don't know who Tony Jones is, she has the bombest affirmation music. I highly suggest you listen to her music. I listen to her whenever I'm having a fucked up day and I just need to feel like the bad bitch that I am or that little reminder. Tony Jones is who I go to. Tony Jones and Londrell. Those two people are the people that I go to when I'm feeling down and I need a little pick me up. Londrell, his voice is so soothing that I could, I sometimes can't even listen to him when I'm driving porque me, I want to go to sleep because his voice is so soothing. But Tony Jones makes me feel like a bad bitch. I love Tony Jones. And I wanted to actually go see her. But algo me decía, like, look at and see if she's coming. There were no dates in LA. I think that she was only playing in other states. So I was like, you know what? Se, se me hace verla this year. Se me va a ser effortlessly and easily right fast forward to my best friend mentioning hey you want to go see tony jones she's uh coming to la and i was like this is fucking insane again i am a queen manifester and i've stepped into my power but it doesn't make it easier when stuff happens and i realize how easily it is to manifest things and it's just a reminder like girl you said what you said you wanted to see her bam aquí tienes there you go oh my gosh it was amazing it was best time I had had in a long ass time uh straight up sisters podcast they were having you know together with Tony Jones and that's what I needed I needed that I needed to be around community I needed to be around women and she even held space in such a powerful way even while she was performing and 
that's what my heart needed. That's what I was, I've been thriving because I've always been in community for the most part. And I know that I don't have to do it alone, but especially these past few months when I was in community, holy hell, the healing that came from them. And I had such a good time. I met her in person. She was such a sweet person. Took pictures with her. And I am a fan for life. Again, if you don't know who Tony Jones is, you're missing out. Make sure to listen to Tony Jones. I also had some great times with my niece. We went to finally to Nintendo World before it opened back in February. And I don't know if I'll go back, to be quite honest with you. We had not the best experience. Uh, We waited about two hours for the ride. And that was before it even opened since we were pass holders uh we were able to go do a preview but it was long and the ride honestly I can't even tell you if it was that great because I don't remember it that says a lot and we had reservations to the toad cafe or whatever the mushroom cafe I don't even know what it's called I'm the PTSD is real so I kid you not we were literally waiting in line for hour an hour and a half to and you know you know like I was hungry at this point I don't even know if I talked about this in the past but I'm so mad that I'm just like ugh, apologize in advance if I already talked about it long story short we were literally the next people to order I kid you not, literally the next people to order. What happens? The fire alarm goes off. They evacuate all of us. We have to leave this, you know, you know, the Mario Land area or the Nintendo World area. I was so pissed. Not only had we not eaten, eaten anything, we were literally next and they didn't give a shit. They were like, oh, come back and we'll let you in. No, they were like, get out. Like, you could probably be burning right now for all you know. So, a la chingada, vayanse. So, after that, I was so disappointed. We're to the point where I don't even know if I'll get another Universal Pass. I mean, it was, I, it was like my niece and I's bonding time. But you know, it's just so crowded everywhere now. I don't like being in big crowds. I don't know if this is the pandemic, COVID made it a thing, but I don't like big crowds anymore. Me da cosa at WrestleMania even. I was like, ooh, there's so many people here. And I'm just more aware, I feel, with energies as well. Being in a room with that many or in a vicinity with that many energies. After that, me canso. I'm just tired. I'm drained. And, you know, for her spring break, I took her to Little Tokyo. I didn't realize that Little Tokyo in LA is one of the only um, places in the country that has, like, Japanese stuff. Uh, Well, that's, like, you know, like a landmark that's one of the only few and it was very interesting so I'm like you know what I need to take her I've always wanted to be that tia I wish I never had to her or my niece and nephews in general so I want to give these experiences to them I want to give them memories again core memories that we can have when they get older remember remember when I would go there it was funny because we passed by Echo Park uh, on the way there and she brought it up she's like oh I remember going to that park and riding the swans on the lake like see this is what I mean this is the memories that I want them to always have and treasure like I remember when we went there I remember when we went here I remember Dodger games like that's you know because these memories are what makes their childhood memorable and positive right all these experiences that luckily I myself and their parents are able to gift them it's just so amazing and I can't wait if I do decide to have kids or not but if I do to be able to give them these experiences as well and my uterus has been tickling y'all I don't know if I've said it in the past I didn't want kids before I didn't want them it was a hard no for me and then when my boyfriend and I actually got together it was a big deal I told him I didn't want kids it's you know for that for a lot of people rightfully so it's a deal breaker and he told me it was like where well, is there a possibility I can change your mind I said you know what I never say never I thought I didn't want kids but if you're willing to wait it out and see 
that's fine too. You can eat, but if you choose to leave because I, in this point, don't want kids, I won't hold it against you. And I totally respect that. But now I think he did it, y'all. I think he changed my mind where I'm like, you know what? I can go have sauna seed with you. And I've never even thought of that. And just, I know he would be such a great dad. And I get emotional because I think that's why I never tried to have kids in the past because I never really felt it. No me nacia, you know, finding that person that you really see yourself with and are happy with and know if I do get pregnant, I'm not going to lose my shit. I will actually be happy. I've never been pregnant in the past. I've never really tried, like I said, to get pregnant. Um, But now I'm like, you know what? I wouldn't be mad if I got pregnant. Like I wouldn't be disappointed if I got pregnant. I know a lot of people perhaps, and I don't judge anyone, you know, if happiness wasn't your first emotion that you felt when you got pregnant yourselves I mean I'm sure you're not alone right and regardless I'm sure the babies are your blessings now not to say you regret them but you know for me personally I si voy a tener un niño, I want to you know try not be a oopsie baby I was an oopsie baby I, I told my mom I was the best mistake you ever had but at the end of the day <laughs> you know it is what it is we're all fucking adults like my parents weren't even on good terms I'm sure when they had me so I was like my bad y'all I slipped through you thought you were done and then I came out <laughs> but it is what it is I also turned 31 last week last week and my birthday is april 8th i don't even know what day we're in anymore (laughs) but i turned 31 and usually in the past like i would have a whole birthday month planned out like to the t i would have like all these events all these things get togethers and this year i was just called to just relax and not go as ham bananas as i've done in the past i genuinely just wanted a change of scenery so much has been happening this past few months it's still happening so many things are still popping up to this day literally to this day but I just felt called to just go with my man have a staycation and just go to Ventura we did an overnighter and if you know me you know I love Ventura I am manifesting that I will retire there or at least live there at one point in my life or any beach town for that matter but I just love it. I just love how mellow it feels, how comfortable and relaxed you feel there. The beach vibes, right? The mellow of it, the slower pace. I just love that. So I went there. We literally went to dinner. (laughs) Of course, algo siempre pasa. We go to fucking dinner. Let me quick story of my birth, of like shit that only happens to me. I kid you not. All these things that happened in my life, I'm like, of course that would happen to me. So we went to dinner and we were a little early to our dinner reservations. And then I went, we went to the bar while we waited. I'm like, you know what? Maybe we could stay here if the if we like it. Let's see the vibes, right? The bartender was being passive aggressive. She was so mean to her empl- like coworkers. She was making nasty comments to the point where I even considered like contacting them, be like. Ew, yo, like she threw the vibes off, but you know, I'm gonna mind my business, make sure she was just having a bad day and you know, keep it pushing. But then there someone comes and sits next to us and the energy, I didn't even see how they looked, but that energy, it was a lot. Something told me, girl, get your man when your table's ready and go to your table. And I li- I've learned to listen to my intuition, right? I'm not ignoring it. It said what it said. So let's go when our table's ready. We paid for the drinks, we went to our table fast forward we're eating dinner towards the end already and i'm like where's my drink my drink was taking longer than usual like all right you know i'm patient but what the hell long story short the cops start walking in the paramedics start walking in oh boy that sat next to us got aggressive or i don't know what happened because i wasn't there i think he threw something at the workers 
And I should have known it was trouble when he sat down and he ordered an AMF. If you don't know what an AMF is, it's an adios motherfucker. And those fuck you up. It's exactly what it is. I don't think I've had those until I used to order those when I would go to Saddle Ranch back in the day when I just turned 21. Like those were the drinks that one and done. Those are the drinks you get to get fucked up. But when I heard him order that, I was like, oh, no, sir, no, not today, Satan. We're going to have to leave. That was my second cue to run right out of there. So I'm glad that I did listen to my intuition because if I would have stayed at the bar, who knows? It would have ruined my birthday. My man would probably have to fuck little short shit up or something. And But I'm just more mellow now. Like I said, in the past, I would do birthday months. Now I'm like, you know what? So I got my group of friends together, had dinner with my girlfriends, like, I'm done, like, I'm done forcing people that don't want to be in the festivities with me. I'm done, you know, planning things. Si quiere venir, que vengan, y si no está bien. Like, I'm not forcing things anymore. I'm not forcing relationships. I'm not forcing friendships. And sometimes, you know, unfortunately, you don't mean anything ill to happen to them, or there's nothing that even happens. But, you know, stuff fizzles out, and it's okay. I learned to just... The people that do genuinely want to be there for you will be there for you and hold space for you. And it won't be hard or it won't be difficult to plan, right? And again, people are busy. It is what it is. People are busy. You lose touch. It's definitely a thing. And uh, I did that. I'm going to Disneyland. I went to Texas for Warrior Cella. And that alone is going to have its episode because... Uh, uh, it was such an experience, but I'll save that for another episode and <laughs> and that experience that I had at Warrior Cella and going to Texas for my first time and that alone and everything that came with going to Warrior Cella that Linda hosted, Loose We Trust Community. And I'm just really excited to talk about that in my next episode of my experience at Warrior Cella. And yeah, again, I've just been really called to mellow out hibernate be selective of the people you're around and you surround yourself with and you know I've made genuine connections with people that I was effortlessly these connections that are probably going to be for life and when I mean connections I mean spiritual genuine heartfelt authentic connections right not forced or not feel going against the vibes even when you know you meet someone you're like oh I don't know if I like them or not you you know try to see the good in people but if the energies don't align and match it's okay you know you don't have to force it you don't have to like everyone you have to do all that but just be true to yourself and with the this episode ending I just want to let you know if you are going through something I get it. I know it's hard. I know you want to lose your shit and it's okay to lose your shit. Cry. I cry in the shower almost every day. I feel that's when I release releasing it and healing. Crying is so healing and fuck what people have to say. Don't cry. You're a weak bitch. No, fuck that. They're weak bitches if they can't even fucking hold their emotions and cry. So cry if you have to. Let those emotions out if you have to. And just know tomorrow is a new day. And if you have to feel your feels, feel them. There's nothing wrong with that. But just know this is only temporary and this too shall pass. And I am here to hold space for you if you genuinely do need someone or if you feel like you are alone. I am telling you, you're not alone. And as long as I have breath in my lungs, I will lovingly 
hold space for you if I can. Obviously, sometimes it is important to sit down with yourself and be like, I can't hold space right now. But for the most part, I usually can. And if you need anyone to hold space for you, I'm here. Reach out to me at Ruthlessly Healing on Instagram, Luna Mia Podcast, So You Like Sugar Beauty, any of those pages, reach out to me. I got you, boo. I got you. You're not alone. Siganle chingando. I know life is hard. Again, it, they never told us it would be easy, but it is how you p- move past these difficult times and see how much you grow and you learn from them. And you got this. Be the bad bitch that is in you. And I am forever thankful and grateful for you listening to this episode and all the episodes in the past. And again, sorry, not sorry. This is authentically me. I cry, I laugh, it's good, it's bad, and this is me. And thank you for listening to another episode of Luna Mia Podcast and for catching up of the fuckery of these past few months that I've gone through. But again, reminder, it's only temporary. You got this, and it always gets better. Before it gets better, I guess it has to get worse, right? But at the end, it always gets better. So you got this, boo. I love you. Sending you abrazos y muchos besitos if you need them. And just reminding you to keep it pushing out there. And like I always like to say, but did you die? <laughs> I might have felt like I was in the past, but I'm still alive and kicking, y'all. No me voy a ningún lado, as long as God keeps giving me the gift of life. <laughs> and thank you so much again. And I hope that anything in this episode resonated with you. And if it did, I'm doing my life path making people and help happy and helping themselves so thank you again for listening to my crazy rants and what i feel like is their my therapy sometimes and i will talk to you all soon thank you bye